People sometimes spend energy in the wrong direction and they wonder, I prayed, I took that step. Know what the problem is and hit it well. If it is typhoid fever, then you treat typhoid fever immediately so you can get better. And if it's malaria fever, you treat malaria fever. But to just assume that because it's headache, then it must be malaria fever. And then you start spending money on malaria fever. It can, it can be a waste of time. Wisdom Plus with Yemi David, we are talking about restoration. Uh, we looked at um, Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Uh, the first line was just so encouraging. It says, I will restore to you the years. And then we looked at various versions. I will, God said, I will give you back the years. I will make up for the years. So God restores uh, when we have missed it, when we have lost anything. Uh, God is able to restore. And I want your faith to be released for that, especially at the end of any season. It could be end of a year, end of a particular event, or a period. And you look back, and sometimes we have, we have this regret, this pain, or what could have been, or what, what you have lost. But it shouldn't end there. You have to release your faith for God's restoration. Uh, and we started by talking about the process of God's restoration. The very first thing we hit on is realization. We looked at the prodigal son's mother, Luke 15, 17. He says, and he came to himself. You realize that something has been taken from you. You realize that there's an unnecessary setback. You realize that the enemy has stolen some things from you. You, you know this is not where I should be. You know, this it shouldn't be like this. You know, prophecies on your life, scriptural promises, steps you have taken, or even mistakes that keeps reoccurring. You just know this it shouldn't be like this. And I don't want to remain like this. Restoration starts with realization. And then that leads us to the very second thing that helps us to work in restoration is reaction. If the realization is up to par, as we say, you will react. I love what Isaiah says, think Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon, upon you. Gross darkness might cover others, but you want to shine. When you realize that the enemy had stolen years, promotions, opportunities, things that belong to you, or the devil took advantage of your mistake to plunder your life, and you realize that it ought not to be like this. The prodigal son just came to that point of realization, and then I love what he did. He, re he reacted. Reaction is very important because scripture says, the violent take it by force. Nobody can help you until you are willing to rise to the occasion yourself. He said, I will arise and go back to my father. Ah, that's reaction. I want you to not to stay where you are, not to allow the enemy, uh, prov not to allow them provide you reasons or excuses to remain in the rot, to remain down. No, you react, you arise. You might not know the details of the things to do, but there's something you can begin to do. And the least is, I cannot remain on the same spot. All that the enemy has stolen from me, God will compensate me. God's mercy will speak for me. The door that the enemy is uh, using to plunder me must be shut. The prodigal son said, I will arise and go back to 
my father. That was uh, the second thing he did. After he realized it, he reacted. And I love his reaction. It was, it was the right thing to do. So you need to rise up and be determined that never will this happen again. Maybe some things happen to your parents, your grandparents, and it's been showing up in your own life, and you've been pampering it. Are you going to live like that? And are you going to allow the same thing to transfer to your own children? And then it continues. Then why are you saved? Why do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Why do you have the name of Jesus? Why do you have the mercy of God? You can't allow it to continue. That generational narrative that is not right, that's negative, shouldn't continue with you. Or it could even be your own experience. It's been like that for five years, ten years. And you're looking at it. You keep watching it. It's going to get worse. Stagnant water stinks. So it's time to say, no, no, there must be a stop. This will not happen in my life anymore. And it will never show up in the life of my sons and my daughters. Realization, reaction. And then we get to the very next thing that helps you to experience restoration to its fullest. Don't forget, the wiser you are, the better um, you live. Uh, this is Wisdom Plus with Yemi David, where you grow in the wisdom of God, helping you to live a practical, a productive life, a life that kind of becomes envious for others. You know, a practical approach to life, knowing fully well, there's always a way forward. There's always a way out. The next thing that helps us to work in restoration is retracing. This is very important. You need uh, this kind of spiritual intelligence to um, unbundle things so that you can experience uh, the fullness of God's restoration. Retracing. Now, when people experience losses or they miss out on things, and yet they react, but you need to diagnose it well so that the reaction will not be waste of energy, waste of effort. For the prodigal son, as an example, he reacted, but he reacted the right way by diagnosing the problem. What's the problem? It was not the land where he was living. It was not the economy of the place where he was feeding with swine. The prodigal son's problem was the way, was the way he left. The prodigal son's problem was the way he left his dad. Leaving your dad is not a problem. But the way he left was wrong. You remember the story. So his own solution, his own diagnosis is, you've got to get back and repair that, and then you'll be restored. I use um, two examples that will help you understand the mystery of retracing. If two individuals have headaches, maybe migraine headaches, that is like a symptom. But you cannot tell the underlying problem. It's just the headache. That both of them have headaches does not mean they have the same problem. So you realize that, um, especially in our climb, where our medical uh, industry is so, you know, needs a lot of things to work on in that sense, you know, where somebody has a headache and they just assume that it's malaria fever. And the malaria fever, yes, it's headache. So you have, somebody has a, head, a severe headache and then begins to treat malaria fever because of the absorption of malaria fever. And we've had cases of people that the real problem was typhoid fever. So they started treating malaria fever and their health got worse. And sometimes by the time they realized that it wasn't malaria fever, that it's typhoid fever, it would have wasted money, wasted time, and it can be very fatal. 
So retracing is diagnosing it right. Yes, headache. You know, two people can have headache, and one of them just a bed rest can resolve it. But you only know it's bed rest if the individual can can be diagnosed, maybe through blood test or some other checkups. You get that kind of stuff to check it up to be sure what's the problem. And if they check everything, oh, just rest for a day or two and you'll be fine, not even using any drugs. But for somebody else, yes, a severe headache. And by the time you do the test, oh, it might be cancer. And then you can get on with the treatment on time. So when it comes to restoration, people sometimes spend energy in the wrong direction. And they wonder, I prayed, I took that step. If there's anything you need to do, you should even pray, Father, what could be the reason for this thing? So you know what the problem is and hit it well. If it is typhoid fever, then you treat typhoid fever immediately so you can get better. And if it's malaria fever, you treat malaria fever. But to just assume that because it's headache, then it must be malaria fever. And then you start spending money on malaria fever. It can, it can be a waste of time. And the devil likes that. He likes when people expend energy and efforts in what is not the real problem. So that the problem hiding like Jonah in the boat can get worse. You know, I also give the example of Jonah in the boat. You know the story of Jonah, right? Jonah was sent by God to a powerful city, sinful city called Nineveh. But Jonah, for some personal, selfish reasons, wanted to go to another place. And guess what? As he took off to Tarshish, crisis erupted. And then the ship he boarded, there was a storm. That storm was not because of climatic problems. No, the storm was because of Jonah. So if you just assume because it's a storm, they start binding the storm. And do you know they were doing that? They were, they were even trying to, they were throwing some of their luggage into the ocean. Just but that was not the problem. The problem was asleep in the ship. And by the time they got the real problem, which was Jonah in the boat, in fact, Jonah told them, throw me out of this ship and then everything will be calm. They didn't even believe him. It looked like that's wicked. I hope you don't even allow sentiments to keep you down. They were very sentimental. How can we throw a human being out of the ship? You know how? But scripture says the storm got worse. Things got so bad. They had to just do it. It was so painful. They picked Jonah up and threw him out of the boat. And guess what? <laughs> the storm ceased. Can you imagine that? It wasn't the weather condition. It wasn't weather forecast. It wasn't the storm. It was Jonah. But in the New Testament, Jesus was in the boat with the disciples. But Jesus was asleep. And there was another storm. But that one was not Peter or Jonah or Jesus. It was the storm itself. So when Jesus rose up, what did he do? He rebuked the storm because that was the problem. And there was peace. So look at it. Two things, two scenarios. Storm. The two boats or ship was about going down, but the problem was different. So two people can be having marital delays, but the root problem can be different. Two people can be having financial problems, but the root problem can, can be different. So in the school of restoration, retracing is at the core of it. How do I retrace? You pray, Lord, why is 
Why am I having marital delay? It's better to ask him than just saying, I break every marital delay, I cancel them. Just pray. You'll be, you'll be surprised what might be the root cause of it. When you go to the hospital, you have fever, maybe you have headaches, they look at it. It's a symptom. They do the blood test. From the blood test and other vital checks, they cannot come out with a diagnosis. It is what is diagnosed that determines the prescription that you are given. Proverbs 26, verse 2, it's a scripture that um, would help you understand this better. Proverbs 26, verse 2. Like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow. Swallow is a species of a bird. So a curse without cause shall not come. What he's saying is, when you notice such a setback, such recording thing, something must have cursed it. C-A-U-S-E-D, it caused it. So retracing is trying to locate the cause so you can deal with it. Well, I'm praying that the things or thing that might be behind the present situation or predicament that you are going through, that the Holy Spirit would help you to be able to diagnose it well and locate it well or trace it properly so that you would be able to hit it right and then you'll be on your way to getting restored. Don't forget, assumption is the lowest degree of intelligence. There are many examples in scriptures of things happening that until they were able to trace the root cause, the real reason, it was a wasted energy. I pray that even this season, that as you pray the prayer of inquiries, asking God, why is why this thing happened to my dad, my uncle, and now it's shown up in my life? Why? Holy Spirit, the things I need to know, reveal to me. And then there will be a staring and then some things will come to your knowledge that will help you know what to respond or how to respond. The prodigal son was able to retrace that it was the way I left home that led me to this dryness and wilderness experience. And guess what? As he was going back home, remember, as he got back and the father ran to him, his restoration kicked up. In fact, the father said, bring the best robe, bring the best clothes. But if the prodigal son did not go back where the real cause was, he would not have experienced restoration. He experienced enviable restoration. Realization, reaction, retracing. And then there are other things we need to do to perfect the restoration. 